Welcome to the Sound of Goshen, brought to you by the Goshen Chamber of Commerce and your community health system, Goshen Health. See what living vibrantly can mean for you. It starts with Goshen Health. Get strong, feel better, live vibrantly. Visit livevibrantly.com. This week's podcast episode, Sounds of Success. Welcome to the Sound of Goshen. I'm your host, Vince Turner, and today's episode is Sounds of Success, featuring Myron Bontrager of The Electric Brew. Sounds of Success, a presentation of the Goshen Chamber of Commerce. Well, Myron, welcome. It's uh, I'm not used to seeing you without a cup of coffee. Well, uh, uh, but it's still nice to have you here. As well, it should be. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's talk about the electric brew and um, and kind of reverse all the way back to the beginning, if we can. Um, you inherited what had been a unique concept. Well, I shouldn't say inherited. You took the dive and purchased uh, what had been a unique concept here in downtown Goshen. Uh, added to it, moved it, added to it again, and and still have what has now become an iconic piece of downtown Goshen. What in the beginning attracted you to this? One word, community. Mm-hmm. I When we first started looking at the possible purchase of the electric brew, it, it started as a casual conversation that morphed into serious consideration of making that purchase. Mm-hmm. And the one thing that attracted me to it, us to it, from the very beginning was the idea that this was in the center of a community that, that was committed to each other. So that word community, relationships, uh, defines it all. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it was, for you, it was kind of a segue um, because this is something you've done before. Uh, we're very proud of what's happened at the Goshen Theater and for the restoration and for it being able to move forward. And you may be too modest, too bashful to take full credit for you, but I'll give it to you anyway. <laughs> um, had Myron Bontrager and the old downtown 808 and, and that group that you led at that particular time not taken over the Goshen Theater at that particular time, we may not have that iconic piece of downtown right now. Well, those are kind words. Uh, I look at it as we were simply a, an important link in a long chain. Mm-hmm. Of that history, and so yeah, we were we were proud to be that one link in that chain. So yeah, we 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 love that building, and uh, I love what's happened since. I mm-hmm. love more what's happened since <laughs> <laughs> because there's some incredible things have happened. Especially since it's not necessarily your headache. It, it was not my headache, that, and it so. is not my money. Yeah. So what was the process um, learning how to become a coffee shop guy? Well, I mean, there was a couple layers to it. The first thing is just the industry itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had no no uh, prior experience in the coffee industry, plenty mm-hmm. of coffee, but not the industry. So that was the one thing. And the coffee is not just brewing a pot of coffee and calling it even. There's a lot of science and art and uh, a lot of layers to that industry. The other thing, which I think came easier to me because of the uh, the previous my previous life as mm-hmm. pastoring, uh, dealing with people. So he had dealt with people uh, all my life, at least a lot of times, in my my work. And so that piece, I, I began to understand more quickly the importance of teamwork, the importance of valuing people. And we began to hammer deeper and deeper in relationships within our, our, our business, both with the employees, uh, employer, employee, and mm-hmm. also with the greater community. 
and we just kept uh, building relationships and building relationships. And so that was a, that was a process. I mean, it was it was wasn't the easiest thing to do, but I think it was the only way that we could move forward in a very healthy and productive way. What kind of lessons did you have to learn right away? <laughs> uh, the kind of lessons that uh, became real to me uh, very early was not a real surprise because anytime you're in any kind of leadership, people are always pulling at your arms, wanting something. Mm-hmm. And so I, I had to figure out, uh, coming from one profession to another one, I had to figure out uh, how to navigate those questions. Um, everybody wanted, not everybody, a lot of people wanted something out of you, whether it was uh, non-tangible or whether there's actually money. Mm-hmm. Ad- advertisers came to me and tried to convince me I could build my business by 25% if I just gave them $10,000, those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. So sorting through that um, information that I had never been confronted with before. And so you, you, you sort of have to step back and get away from an emotional pull and to say, okay, what, what is reality here? And so that was, that was sort of a new, a, a new thing for me, uh, learning those kinds of things, specifically in that industry. Mm-hmm. Learning to brew coffee, learning to grind coffee, yep. uh, learning to produce that. Yep. Uh, that's an ongoing process, is it not? It is. And, and it's also uh, how do you, what values do you wrap into the coffee that you do brew? If I believe in relationships uh, locally, then I should also believe in relationships globally. Mm-hmm. And so, so that was an important piece as well. And so what kind of coffee do we brew is maybe not always determined by the, the best tasting quality coffee, but the story behind that coffee. And so we've really pursued more the quality, but also the, the story behind that coffee. So yeah, I, we had to figure out what we really wanted and valued in the product that we produced. That leads me to one of the questions I wanted to ask you. You've, I mean, when you talk about jumping both feet in, you've done it. Uh, not only have you uh, negotiated uh, purchasing coffee and, and importing coffee, you've gone to where it's grown and where it's made. You've met the people. Tell us a little bit about those field trips, if you will. Yeah, I mean, those could be five different uh, podcast episodes in, <laughs> in themselves. I mean, th- these are some; these were some life changing experiences for us. Mm-hmm. We had early on, a number of years ago, um, uh, I met this woman from Sumatra who uh, she looked at one of her friends, maybe maybe it might have been ten years ago by now, and said, "We've been growing coffee for our husbands uh, for years. Mm-hmm. Why don't we start our own co op?" And so here's two Muslim women who looked at each mm-hmm. other. And said, we can do this. And so they kind of uh, challenged each other to do this. And then they got permission from their husbands, written permission from their husbands, written permissions from the local tribal leaders, as well as the leaders from the state, and ultimately the national leaders, to give them permission to own their own property. And in the course of 10 years, there are 710 women who own properties, produce their own coffee, and are doing some incredible things in their communities. So... We left on February 4th, 2020, uh, to visit them. And so we went to Sumatra, visited them, came back on February 18th. Do the math, uh, what happened on <laughs> one month later. But we, we spent three days with them, two, two full days with them. Mm-hmm. And we were treated like kings and like long-lost friends. I mean, both of those things, kings and queens. We, mm. were, we were treated like royalty. They, they treated us with absolute royalty and, and respect. And at the same time... Uh, we were as if we were one of them. They took us around the fields. We were in a um, uh, uh, a meeting with the, the women, mm-hmm. women owners, and we sat there and just had, we didn't understand a lot except through translation. We were actually given the privilege, the honor of giving shovels to 
to some of the women who had earned them through some of the work they'd done in the name of the UN. Oh, wow. <laughs> and so this was a, a uh, I guess it was a project that they were doing and the UN rep couldn't be there. And so we stood in place of that and gave them these shovels as their, their work tools and for as a reward for what uh, an award for what they were doing. That's amazing. It, it was amazing. It was absolutely amazing. As a former pastor, you know that there's growth in almost everything we do. Um, how have you grown in this process? <laughs> oh, how have I not grown mm. is probably easier. I, I, I'm a reluctant Goshen resident. I grew up in Elkhart County, and when I was 18, I swore I was going to bail out of here and, <laughs> and ne never come back. And, uh, and I, I sort of tried to do that and came back. And it took me a few years to, after we moved back, uh, you know, pushing 30 years ago now, mm -hmm. uh, to actually appreciate Goshen. And so one thing that I've grown in is I've grown in my love and appreciation for this community. Um, one of the things I, I really appreciate about our community is the collaboration that I feel among other uh, small business owners here mm -hmm. in the downtown. And so I, I think that's the one thing I've really grown in my appreciation and dedication and commitment to this community. You have learned, your staff has learned to give back. Uh, and that's one of the things that prompted me to reach out is uh, your latest initiative uh, was to get the community involved in supporting both financially and spiritually, emotionally, uh, the Ukraine. Mm -hmm. uh, you uh, had a, a personal campaign, Riding Bicycle, uh, where you helped us raise money for the tree covering here in the city of Goshen. Uh, tell us about that connection that you've tried to create in terms of getting people involved, doing more than just ordering a cup of coffee. Yeah, I mean... So the business that we that we do, the money that we bring in, the money that we spend, is all a part of a community that just gives so freely to us mm -hmm. as a business. And to not feel a certain obligation and joy in giving back, I, I don't understand how people cannot feel almost an obligation to give back mm -hmm. to the community that has given so much to us. And so uh, anything that we can give back, and, and my, my father was never a very generous man. But I remember the day that I decided I was going to become generous. And I, I was on his lifelong quest of being as generous as possible. And sometimes my wife tells me I'm a little bit too generous. <laughs> but, but to me, just giving back, giving back is, is I mean, you can talk about um, uh, selfish reasons for doing that, because when you give, things come back. But, you know, I've seen so much the good that happens when you recognize the people you work with, and the community you work in, and the ability to give back, and um, it, it, it enriches everyone. And so to me, it's like, I, I don't know. I don't think about it so much. It just sort of happens. And so when re Ukraine, for example, came up, you know, you watch the news and you think, mm -hmm. look at all the suffering. How, how, can you not, how can we not do something? And so we decided to do that, and there was this incredible outpouring. Did that surprise you at all, Oh, it's, the it, numbers? It, it surprised me. It scared me because our commitment was to, to every – Every drink that we sold, we would give 100% of the proceeds back. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're not an extremely wealthy, you know. <laughs> yeah. Your, your margins are real big. Our margins yeah. are pretty tight. And so the first day, we had line out the door waiting for these drinks mm. in, the in the course. But it was a commitment that we made. We said we're going to do it, and I didn't really care. It, mm -hmm. it was, we were going to do it. And at the end of the month, we made almost 1,800 drinks that all that money went back into the Ukraine uh, relief aid uh, for Ukrainians. And 
I mean, we were, I was excited, but the first couple of days I thought, what have we unleashed? <laughs> it was great. It was awesome. Well, you know, it, it, it's the electric brew, but in many ways it's the electric brew as well. Uh, I, I'm not sure there's a place here in this community that has as many divergent, you know, from businessmen in suit and ties who are talking about the latest deal uh, to folks who are just casually enjoying themselves with a cup of coffee and maybe even in the sunshine and everybody else in between. You know, sometimes people ask me, uh, so I suppose you get a lot of college students in there and probably your business just goes down uh, to hardly nothing when college is, is, is out for the summer. Mm -hmm. And I said, well, you know, we appreciate college students, but if you come there in the day, you'll see anything from a parent or a caretaker with a small child, mm -hmm. and you'll see the, the oldest of the old sitting there drinking a cup of coffee. That's and, our table. And, yeah. That's your table, yeah. <laughs> well, there's other words for your table. But, uh, but no, no, anything in between. And you, mm -hmm. you do see college students, you know, with the laptops up, and you see businessmen, like you said, businesswomen, mm -hmm. meeting, and, and who knows what's happening there. I've, I've said that the Electric Brew is the, the indoor golf course, you know, where, where business deals are struck <laughs> and conversations happen. So, yeah, I mean, it's just this wide range of, uh, of people that come there. We would be remiss if we didn't close off by talking about your amazing staff. Uh, and it's, I feel like Norm from Cheers uh, <laughs> when I walk in. Um, who, who there is a value. <laughs> there's a value to people who know yeah. your name when you walk in. Yep. And your staff gets to know the people who are there. I mean, uh, we, have, we have just incredible staff. And uh, I don't know how we get that lucky. Uh, I, you know, I've, I've thought about that a lot is how do you create, how do you hire staff to, to reflect your values? And, mm -hmm. and my, my underlying principle, I think, at this point is it's not so much who you hire as much as who you form. And so I think you create an atmosphere. And we go back to relationships. And every, every Christmas, if you've been with us um, a number of years, you'll hear my, hear my, hear my, my little spiel. Mm -hmm. Every Christmas dinner uh, that we have as a staff, we get together and we have a staff dinner. And uh, we usually have it at the brew, you know, kick people out, and we just take <laughs> over. And uh, people get to enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And I always tell them, we deal with relationships. We have to have relationships. That makes us different from every other coffee shop that, that I've ever mm -hmm. been a part of. And so when we create relationships, and I tell them, you don't have to be friends with, with the people that you work with. You don't have to go out and go to the bar afterwards or you hang out in the park or whatever you want to do. You don't have to do that. But on the job, we learn to respect each other. We learn to confront each other. And when someone has a problem, if you don't deal with it, I will force you to deal with it because this doesn't, this doesn't foment. And so we work pretty hard at respecting each other. And when, when that respect is there... Then, then it creates a, an atmosphere that bleeds out over the, the counter into the public. Mm -hmm. and, and so I think, I think over the years I've come to a place where you have to hire the right people. I'm not saying that, that you hire anyone, but you form the personality of that person behind the counter. And so, yeah, we have a great staff. Yeah, and, it's, and, and it certainly shows. Because, Myron, I mean, I've been a regular for a long, 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 long time. Longer than I've owned it. <laughs> And, and I can tell you, the coffee's good. Uh, the electric brew is better. Yeah. You do a terrific, terrific job. And well, I people that. do as well. Appreciate Myron, it. appreciate you coming by. Thank you for inviting me. Myron Bontrager on The Sound of Success here on The Sound of Goshen. Sound of Goshen with the sound of the economy, the sound of success, the sound of service, and the sounds around town. A presentation of the Goshen Chamber of Commerce. I'm your host, Vince Turner. <laughs>